0: Good we are glad you're here. See, things are different tonight. I hope you all got the new bulletin that's different from this morning's. If you have this morning's bulletin, you're going to be lost. But uh, <laughs> no, we, we welcome you. We are glad you're here tonight. We're going to have a great time. Um, we are, I realize we're hanging the greens after the service, but I like to kind of go over what the greens mean and some of that stuff. So we're doing that tonight is kind of like a hanging of the green service. So, I appreciate that. I want to just make a couple of announcements. Obviously, next Sunday morning is an exciting time. The choir is going to be doing their Christmas musical, and that is going to be an amazing opportunity. It's going to be awesome. Tank's got them whipped in shape. I mean, they've got every note perfect, and it's all ready to go, right? Yeah, we're (laughs) good. So, that that is going to be a great opportunity for us, and and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, we are still collecting, heard we had a good offering this morning, so um, it's coming along, but we're not across the finish line yet, so when we get past 10,000, then she'll be happy, right, not, nah, maybe, <laughs> she's never really happy, there's <laughs> no, its but our goal is 7,500, and we are well on the way, it's not even December yet, so. wow wow super 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 so we're excited about that also i want to um remind you that we have a um coming up christmas eve service it's on a friday night it's at 5 p.m and uh, that's a special service and the trends in churches these days is it's usually one of the highest attended services for most churches nowadays people will come to that before they come to a regular church service so what i am saying is invite your friends and bring people here we would love to see this place packed i know that would break nobody's heart if we had to fight our way in and we couldn't find parking places out here and all that and you laugh but this could be done and i'm expecting it but you all but you can't it can't happen if you don't invite anybody you know it's One of those things that, is that me? Probably, okay, I'll try to behave. So those are the announcements that I know of. Let's um, start off the worship with prayer. Father, we just praise you and thank you for this day, for the opportunity we have to come and hang the greens and hang the things of the church and as we decorate and get ready for Christmas and the coming of Christ. We just praise you and thank you that you are with us that we would have this opportunity to come and to worship you.
1: event makes innkeepers out of all of us, asking each of us to make room for the arrival of Christ the King. Let us today prepare him room as a church in our hearts, our lives, and our homes. A star in the sky, carols in the evening air, a candle in the window, a wreath on the door, a nativity scene on the mantle, mistletoe hung high, poinsettias aflame with brilliant color, Gifts beneath a lighted tree, friends around the holiday table, families reunited in love, church bells ringing, celebrating the birth of Jesus. This is Christmas in America. Let us, through the great traditions of our faith, join with the shepherds of Bethlehem, the wise men from the East, and the seekers throughout the ages to welcome the one who came at Christmas. Let us, at Christmas time, Bring our gifts to him and may the message of our songs be glory in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill to people everywhere.
2: play a very important role in the birth story of baby jesus angels had heralded the birth of christ an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were terrified but the angel said to them do not be afraid i bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men of whom his favor rests the angel proclaimed the giving of the greatest gift that ever would and could be given. Tonight, we notice that even as the angels proclaimed the good news, the cross lay ahead, the gift, salvation, eternity, and life abundant and free.
3: and the most universal feature of Christi- of Christmas is the use of evergreens in churches and homes. Among the ancient Romans, evergreens were the emblem of peace, joy, and victory. The early Christians placed them in their windows to indicate that Christ had entered the home. Holly and iv- ivy, along with pine, fir and mistletoe are called evergreen, ever alive. Even in the midst of winter, they symbolize the unchanging nature of our God and they remind us of the everlasting life that is ours through Christ Jesus. It is no wonder, then, that we deck our sanctuary and homes with evergreens during this Advent season. Advent is the season of preparation for the ever-coming Christ, God's gift to us of renewal and, and transformation. Because the needles of the pine and fir trees appear not to die each season, the ancients saw them as signs of things that last forever. Isaiah tells us that there will be no... Into the reign of the Messiah, therefore, we hang wreaths of evergreens shaped in a circle which has no end to signify that the kingdom of God to which Christ has so eloquently testified is also without end and is realized wherever truth, justice, and peace prevail. Isaiah 60:13. we find these words. The, gor- the glory of Lebanon shall come unto you, the fir tree, the pine tree, and the box together to beautify the place of your sanctuary."
0: accomplish this
4: heartwarming expressions of Christmas is the Nativity. The Nativity speaks of the mystery of God's wisdom. Why God chose to send his son into our world as a baby of humble birth, born in common surroundings, we do not know. What we do know is that God reached out to all people, including the poor and wealthy, the simple and the wise, the powerless and the powerful. All who found him knelt in humility before him. Knowing God is possible because he came to us at our level. Wherever we see a nativity, we find ourselves with Mary and Joseph, with the shepherds and with the wise men, bowing before the manger, overwhelmed by God's expression of love in coming to us. One of the most heartwarming expressions um, is the Christmas nativity, and St. Francis Francis of Assisi is often credited with the first visual uh, manger scene about 800 years ago. For a people who could not read, it was an effective visual aid in telling the birth story of Jesus.
5: Christmas tree is widely used in our celebration of Christmas. Green trees, blue trees, frosty snow covered trees, themed trees, outside trees, trees inside a warm room, lighted trees, living trees, all are trees of Christmas. Our use of Christmas trees is so widespread we need to be reminded of the beginning. Martin Luther put lighted candles on his tree to recapture the glistening twigs of the tree in the forest. He also topped his tree with a star to commemorate that star, which was in the Bethlehem sky as recorded in scriptures. Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? He said the Christmas tree, with its top pointing up to heaven, was like hands folded in prayer, pointing to the throne of grace, from which we received our Savior. During this season of Advent, whenever you see a brightly burning candle or a lighted Christmas tree, let it call to mind the one who brings light to our darkness healing to our brokenness and peace to all who receive him over the years christmas tree decorations have changed from using fresh fruit nuts candles paper flowers to fancy glass balls or even having themes meaningful to the family with beautiful electric lights christmas have become a favorite way of decorating trees in many churches they are the symbols of Christ to remind us of his, of his identity, his story, and of the Holy Trinity. Many times, handmade and have been popular since the 16th century in Europe. Many times, using white and gold ornaments would help this, with the symbolism of liturgical colors of Christmas. White is the symbol of holiness, innocence, purity, perfection, and perfection of the perfect Lamb, Jesus Christ. Scripture often uses white to portray purity and equates it with light. Gold is a symbol of the glory and majesty of God and the Son.
0: Of help. I'm trying to turn it on this time. Maybe it'll work now. See. Maybe not. If I need to do a handheld, I will. Um, I appreciate all those that helped with the readings and with all this. I know it was a little more difficult than a um, little different, and, and added a little bit more to it. So I guess I'm going to need a handheld. Oh well. It's trying to work. Check one, two, check. I can put it up higher one, two. It's a totally different mic than the other one. One, two, three, four, five. Can you hear me now? There we are. Good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Haley, for all you. But I appreciate the help of the readers and all. It makes it a little bit better to have it different. And it kind of helps to listen and hear about the different parts of the decorations that we put out and kind of why we do it. Um, I'm going to uh, read the, this this evening the Christmas story out of Luke. Um, Chapter 2, beginning in 1 through 20, if those are able, if you'd like to stand as we read God's word. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. But the angel said to them, "'Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you that you will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger.' Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, "'Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests.' When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, "'Let's go.' To Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had heard, what they had been told about, what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned and glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told. May God bless the reading of his word. got my papers all messed up. So there we go. What can I say? They're probably sitting somewhere else, somewhere on my desk. i tell you. Oh, well, we'll just have to go from there. I've got the I've got this morning's the hope of Christmas, but I don't think that's what we want to hear again. Do you? So here we have Christmas, and I'm not believing this. I tell you what. I did it. I did something anyway. My dog ate my homework. Well, we're going to try to bring it back from from memory, as I have have looked at it and gone through it. Uh I found it. <laughs> I knew it was right here. So, um, <laughs> we, we are in Luke. If you Remember I talked to you, I said this morning that Matthew goes from the prophecy standpoint. He looked at things from the prophetic, what was coming that way. Um, Mark looked at things a little bit differently. He looked more as servant Messiah. Well, Luke talks about the man. Christ as a man. Which would make sense Dr. Luke would, would look that way. And look at it, things, and that's kind of the perspective that he comes from. And so tax season had come. Census season had come. They are, had to do that. It was a census. It was a time to register the names and all their property and income, all those things. That, but it was basically so they would have to take tax. It happened about every 14 years. They'd have to have this done. And so they, they were taxed heavily. But it was all, here again, to fulfill the scripture God knew it was time for the baby to be born and had to be born in Bethlehem, line of David, Joseph and Mary had to go. It all fit God's plan. So Caesar Augustus wanted to have the world bow down to him. He was power-hungry. He thought he was very he was a very egotistical person. And he really wanted people to bow down to him. Yet God used him to send to Nazareth a couple of so that they would have the baby, the king, that everyone would bow down to one day. That is what's amazing about the Christmas story. He takes the one thing that the Caesar Augustus Augustus wanted to do to make himself look good and turn it into Christ reigning. And the trip was about 90 miles uphill. Both ways, not both ways, uphill. Bethlehem is about um, 2,300 above, feet above sea level. So they had to travel up. So why I'm saying that is this was not an easy journey. Mary's OBGYN would not have been happy with her taking that trip. This is a tough trip. This is a tough journey. And we all have to make difficult journeys from time to time. We have to go where the Lord wants us to. But you know, Bethlehem was packed. And it was a place that they went to after the long travel than to think that all these people had come to this little town and it wasn't like they had the internet to make reservations ahead of time or to set up things. That it wasn't it didn't work that way. Plus inns it wasn't like there was a Holiday Inn or a Radisson or any of those places around. They mostly it was people opening their homes that had extra rooms. Those kind of things. They were really fortunate to find this stable, which is probably a cave, probably on the side of the mountain. And they were very fortunate to find that, because there was no room, no one else could take them in. Sometimes we have to look at places of that nature. This was very unsanitary. The baby was put in a feeding trough. That's what a manger is it was not exactly ideal. The Almighty Son of God is shoved to a dark, smelly, dreary place. Yet, we shove the Savior to dark, smelly, dreary places at times. We decide, oh, I don't have time for you right now. I'm going to put it there now. So we do the same thing. We just would never call it that. We put him in a corner and say, now, we want you to come out when we need you, hoping he will pop out and show and be at our beck and call. That's not how it works. They wrapped him in swaddling clothes. They were like bandages, which will remind us of what was going to happen later when he's crucified, when he would be wrapped in cloths and put into a tomb after his death. You see, it all works together. The whole nativity, all of all of the the parts, the pieces, and the peop, people and the place was all part of God's plan. So then we have the angels going to shepherds. Shepherds were not exactly the highest ranking people on earth. Matter of fact, on the social economic um, line. They were way down here. They were low on the social totem pole. They also watched what sheep, which were used for what sacrifices for the temple. They used those sheep for different things of that nature. So here we go. They watch the sheep that would be sacrificed for sin forgiveness by the people and they're called to go and visit and worship the Lamb of God who is going to be sacrificed for all of us and slain for our sins. Angels would not usually visit a lowly shepherd, yet God chose them to get the glorious news first. Isn't that interesting? I find it very curious. He didn't go to the palace and announce. God didn't go to all the upper echelon people. He didn't go to all the people that had influence. He didn't go to the Pharisees and the scribes and the Sadducees. He went to the shepherds, the people you would least likely think. He chose them to get the word out. They were told not to fear. <laughs> I'd have been afraid a bunch of angels came appearing to me and started saying things and talking and doing I would be going, and especially when the heavenly hosts <laughs> started coming we need to hear that today though because guess what we have much to be afraid of and we are in fear an awful lot and when we're in fear like that we need to hear the angels say Whoa, stop. You have a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and be there it will be there with you. They were the shepherds were given specific directions. The army of the angel of hosts came the word, and they did what? They went. They didn't hesitate, they didn't. If they'd have hesitated, they might have missed it. But they decided, wow, this is some great thing. We've got to go see it for ourselves how quickly it's funny we um, used to have a live nativity at our church i don't know if you all have done that and we always had what the children played the shepherds when all the little kids would play the shepherds and every time it did not matter which kids you had when the shepherds were supposed to come they took off running up to the nativity it wasn't a walk so you know everybody else would walk slowly and do their little thing and just take their time, and while the music played, whatever, not shepherds, those kids were gone, boom, they were up there, and they were up to the nativity, they ran to the nativity. How quickly do we run to meet the Savior? I always caught that went, my goodness, these kids have it, they get it. We, so many times, let it go right over our heads. They understood We're going to see the Savior. They couldn't wait. We need to be that same way and run, not delay, take off to meet him. We don't want to miss the birth of the Savior. The world knows about, the word got out about that. How do they get out? The shepherds told them. The one thing about shepherds is they traveled around and they, they'd tell you whatever's going on. They knew all the news around town. They knew what was coming up. They knew what was happening. Uh, I hear we've got some folks in our church sometimes that know whatever's going on all the time. All you have to do is let, if you let these people know the word will get out quick. That's the shepherds. That should be us. We should be getting the word out quick, as quickly as possible. They made the word known. And what about us? Do we make the word known? Do we let the world know? For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. What a great honor! What a great honor that glory to God in the highest. Guess what? Christ has come. We've already known. He's come, He died, He rose again, He's still around. And yet we're just kind of, well, maybe he is. No, he is here. We should be so excited, can't wait to tell him, hallelujah, Jesus Christ is born. This time of year is so fun. It really is fun. This is a baby born. Is there anything more exciting than a baby getting born? I mean, think about it. When your grandchild was born, or your child was born, it's a pretty happy day, wasn't it? I mean, come on now, you know. I bet everybody in here has got a f- pictures of them babies on their phone. Why? Because that's an exciting day. Well, we've had the Son of God has been born, and we have that to celebrate. We should be going, wow, look what we've got. Look what Christ has done for us. That's the Savior we serve. He included us, lowly us, like shepherds. We're down there, you know, who are we? We are his children. That's who we are. We are his children. And we should be excited about what he's done. Christ is born. We anticipate the birth of his Christ. That's why we do this Advent. We anticipate what's coming up. Jesus is born. We have to tell the world that we have a Savior. And guess what? He's still alive. He's still part of us. He lives in us. That's the glorious news of Christmas. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for what this time of year means. Help us, Lord, to follow you. Help us to tell the world that you have come and you live amongst us today. Help us to live like people that have Christ in their lives. We thank you, Lord. Help us to go and tell it to all those around. In Jesus' name, amen.